London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to the London Property Podcast. I'm your host Farnaz and today we're speaking to Irini Nusia, who's worked at the top end of the market for the last 15 years. Welcome, Irini. Thank you, Farnaz. It's lovely to be here. So tell us how it all began. That's always a good place to start. Well, it all started actually from finance, which is a bit of a uh, different start to mo- most people in property. So I was in private banking and my clients, being mainly Greek and being Greek myself, have been investing in the London property market and uh, I was uh, facilitating the financing. And that's how eventually I decided to leave banking and start my own business in property. Okay. So um, obviously starting from the finance side of it, then uh, presumably your focus when you started to, to, to work in the property market was very much investment related. Correct. Okay. Um, we always uh, um, give a lot of information and do analysis uh, when you know, a client or investor is looking to buy a property because we want to be a numbers decision, basically. Of course, a lot of the times clients are buying for their own use and it can be a holiday home. However, we always make sure that it's a good investment as well. Um, so that's, yeah, I think an added benefit that we find that a lot of clients um, not only appreciate, but I think uh, find very, very important for their decisions. And uh, the other thing, I suppose, uh, which is important is that as you, you're helping a lot of Greek uh, clients invest in the UK, then uh, understanding them culturally is, is, is an is a added benefit for them because you, you're already halfway there understanding what their likes and dislikes are going to be. That is correct. And sometimes it can even be the language. I mean, most Greeks speak very good English. However, when they're dealing with... Um, uh, legal documents, uh, etc. When you acquire a property, you might need to like uh, read the, the report of a lawyer, for example, where legal words and terms are used. I think that it's understanding the culture, but also facilitating them with the language because they are happier to hear all of this in Greek and explain by me to them. So I think that has, again, been a very big benefit with working with Greek clients, basically. So high net worth uh, Greeks have traditionally invested in the UK for many, many generations. And how have you seen that change since you've been involved in the past 15 years? I think that uh, predominantly it was the Greek sheep owners that uh, were the main investors in property in um, London. Originally because a lot of them were living here um, until the tax law changed basically and um, it became not as tax efficient to have their businesses here. So then they moved back to Greece because Greek government created some uh, incentives for them to move back. However, they continue to invest heavily in property here because shipping is a very risky business. So property has always been like their uh, low-risk investment proposition that they love, basically. Uh, So they've been um, investing heavily up until maybe last five years ago, when, of course, the changes in uh, taxes have uh, slowed down the market here quite a lot. However, what we see now, and that's for the last year, and of course, COVID has been in the middle of it, 
uh, we see uh, Greek investors investing in Greece. Um, and uh, I think London has become less appealing for them. Uh, one, of course, because there are a few um, more complications with the additional taxes, you know, that they were uh, implemented over the last years. But even more importantly, because Greek property is doing very well. And that is across the board. Uh, residential, commercial, hotels, Athens, islands. So um, the more and more I talk to them lately, uh, it is all about uh, selling properties in uh, London and not reinvesting here, but putting the money back in Greece. Well, that must be a very welcome uh, change from, from the Greek side of things, because I think that that's, that's actually part of the issue that Greece has had is that all the wealth has always been taken outside. So to put it back inwards, is, is, is it must be a really welcome change. So um, are you finding that um, people haven't... So it's not really Brexit related that the Greeks have stopped looking at, at the UK. It's much more to do with the taxation changes that have been introduced since 2013, continuously tackling the overseas investor. Correct. Uh, it's not Brexit related. It is the taxes. And as I said, at the same time, the fact that Greek property, you know, Greece went through a crisis 2008 onwards until 2014, maybe. And then it started picking up. Um, a lot of people did not have the faith back then to invest, uh, you know, in the property market. But now it has become obvious that it is in an upwards trajectory. And in fact, we see also a lot of international investment coming into Greece as well, not just the Greeks that now are taking the money back to Greece, but also international investors that are looking to invest in Greece. So, yeah, it is a combination of both, but definitely I don't think that Brexit, Brexit is the main driver. And what do you think has been attracting um, international wealth to Greece? I mean, you said that the property market is is is, uh, is improving, but there must be something. You know, is there a hub cre being created? Is there, is you know, tourism has always been very strong in Greece, but is there something else that's changed? I think there are a few things. Um, one is that uh, Greece has started a Greek Golden Visa program um, over five years ago. And a lot, actually, people were not even aware of it. So now it's become more known. So we have one of these sort of investors that are buying basically property in Greece because they want to get non-Europeans that want to get um, uh, a European uh, resident permit. Um, then I think it is also the current government that has been creating more and more like uh, incentives for investment in the country and has created... Uh, um, an image of more stability in the country, which I think for a lot of investors in the past was one of the drawbacks about Greece. Um, I think these are some of the main reasons. And of course, as you said, because property has been now consistently growing, you know. So I think it's become obvious that this was not a short-term uh, thing, but actually property it will still continue growing. Tourism, of course, has been doing amazingly well. Um, in fact, August, this August is better than August 2019. This September is better than 2019. And uh, they expect the numbers for October to be again better than 2019, pre-COVID, um, which are fantastic news for the country. Uh, so again, that's another industry that um, 
has been doing very well. Uh, and in fact, I think one space that will possibly attract even more interest in the future is because we've seen during COVID, one that Greece performed amazing during COVID, and this made the news. Um, but also we've seen uh, people from mainly Europe, but not only, deciding during the pandemic to come and uh, stay in Greece, work from there uh, because of the lifestyle, because of the weather, uh, because of the cost, basically. So I think there will be more and more of that as well. Actually, people buying or renting, but that will also drive investment, uh, where they will decide to, which will be Greeks, that they will decide to work from Greece, although their actual uh, business might be somewhere else in Europe, but just enjoy the lifestyle, as I said, the cost of living, while they can work now from, you know, home, wherever home is. That's, I mean, that is very welcome news for the country. I think it's, it's fantastic. But obviously, we're going to miss our Greek friends this way. So, uh, what, so what are you seeing as the driving uh, force in investing back in the UK? Is it mostly education-driven or are you just seeing that people are putting out and not really considering? Um, to be honest, I don't think we'll see them back for a while. Because education, in fact, um, uh, has uh, also, uh, I mean, that's the only thing that Brexit has affected, uh, uh, basically, the Greeks, because the um, fees have gone up now. And uh, Greeks who would stand, send their kids uh, in to the UK before to study, partly it would be because it was cheaper than the US. Uh, and now, I mean, it's almost the same level, so... I think it lost its that competitive edge in education for the Europeans, right. or for the Greeks in particular. Um, so I don't see that will be a driving force for the market. I think it will be more... I mean, London will always be London, and Greeks will always love London and be here. So I think it will be more once they've transferred a lot of capacity back home and they think that uh, they're invested enough there, and maybe things here have changed a bit. I think they will they will come back, but it might not be for you know uh, the next two three years you know or at least not the way it used to be um, you know like in the good years. Unless we start to uh, show them great opportunities, of course. <laughs> Greeks, love, <laughs> Greeks love opportunities. Like their opportunities, yes. Okay. Um, so if you are a UK-based investor and you're looking at opportunities in, in uh, other European um, cities, you, you touched on the subject of the golden visa, which I think is also happening in Portugal, to my knowledge. Got it. Um, what sort of things, I mean, obviously people probably look at holiday homes, but I guess you also, if you're investing, you want to look at opportunities where there'll be rental demand from either locals or other international uh, professionals that are moving there for work. So are you seeing any of that happening in Athens where people can actually buy off plan and get good returns on their investments? It is. And, and mainly, of course, again, it's um, the development is uh, uh, golden visa driven, but actually the rentals basically are basically tourism. So um, there are investors that, uh, sorry, there are developers that they are developing in Athens. They're selling the units for golden visa purposes, but then they let them manage the property on their behalf to offer them a guaranteed yield. But then the rent 
is basically people who are there for tourism. And it's not just tourism as a holiday tourism. We have a lot of corporate tourism, basically, that they come because a lot more business is happening there. We have a lot of like um, customer services. The Apple is based there now. So we see already international companies, you know, starting to have a base there. So a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of their um, staff need to travel back and forth. So these people might rent a place for a month, two months, six months. So you see new companies sprung up that they do this sort of short-term renting, but not necessarily for the traditional tourist, basically. Um, And to be honest, I think there are many, many, many opportunities in Greece, and it can be from student accommodation that doesn't exist in the form that it exists here. So, and, and many more that, you know, I'm exploring at the moment as well. Uh, I think there are fantastic opportunities and UK um, investors haven't arrived yet, but I think there are many opportunities for them because here there are established ideas, there are established concepts that you can easily take there and be very successful, I think. So before we thank you for a very interesting conversation, can you just tell us about the golden visas? How does it work? It almost sounds like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but can you tell us? Of course, of course. Uh, the Greek golden visa, in fact, is the cheapest golden visa in Europe. So basically, by investing 250,000 euros in a property in Greece, uh, one can um, get the Greek permanent residence, which leads to a, a Schengen visa, effectively. Uh, the good thing as well about Greece is that um, it covers three generations. So, for example, let's say that you were buying a property for 250,000 euros, then you get the visa, your spouse gets the visa, your parents get the visa, gets the visa, uh, his or her parents get the visa, and your kids below 21 get the visa as well, just with one purchase. So it's a very inclusive, you know, visa as well. And it doesn't require uh, any number of days that uh, any of the people involved should stay in Greece. Also, the property can be rented, so it doesn't have to be a home. And that's why a lot of uh, the developers who work with offer a guaranteed yield as well to the investor. So I think it works very well because, you know, you can get your visa, your family gets the visa, you invest in a market, property market that is going up, and you can have a yield as well. And as long as you hold the property, every five years you can renew your visa by paying a small fee to the government. It's a bit like the passport. You don't lose it but you have to renew it every five years, but you have to hold the property or another property, not this property. You can change property as long as the minimum value is 250000 So let's assume you made money on your property after five years and you want to sell. You can uh, crystallize your profit and then buy another property for 250000 and continue having your visa, basically. Fantastic. And that comes with sunshine, good food and great music. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for talking to us. That was a really fascinating conversation. Thank you very much, Fernas. Lovely to talk to you. To get in touch with Irini or any one of our experts, please send us an email to info at londonproperty.co.uk and we will make sure to connect you with our experts. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.